This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, March 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom issues drought order. Biden proposes healthy boost in USDA budget. And ITC sets meeting to decide on duties for imported UAN. Newsom calls for locals to step up water conservation. Governor Newsom issued an executive order yesterday for local water suppliers to deploy their drought contingency plans to conserve water use. The order asked the state water board to ban all watering for decorative turf, which is separate from the grass at schools, sports fields, and parks. Newsom also directed the board to prevent illegal water project diversions by expanding site inspections. The order seeks to ensure any new groundwater wells do not compromise existing drinking water wells and that the state expedites fish and wildlife protections. Jennifer Pierre, general manager of the state water contractor, said the governor is, quote, wisely focusing on local planning since urban water agencies can activate contingency plans immediately. Ordering agencies to exercise their specific plans strikes that important balance of statewide needs and local action, according to Pierre. Ag Council President Emily Rooney said the dire drought situation should drive more spending from the state budget surplus to boost long-term resiliency efforts. That would include groundwater recharge projects, canal repairs, building reservoirs, and establishing new irrigation ponds. Newsom appoints new members to state ag board. The state board of food and agriculture is gaining six new members through governor's appointments. Glenda Homiston, who leads UC Agriculture and Natural Resources, is the latest academic appointment to the board alongside the agriculture dean at Chico State University. Other members hail from the Nature Conservancy's program for nature-based climate solutions and Kitchen Table Advisors, a program that provides business advice to small firms. Another new member has been a communication director for two Imperial Valley lawmakers. The list also includes Driscoll's chief of staff, Jeanette DeCosta. SCOTUS to take up case challenging California's Prop 12. The Supreme Court will review a decision that upheld California's Proposition 12, an animal housing law that requires pork sold in the state to come from sows afforded a minimum amount of space. The court issued an order yesterday granting the petition from the National Pork Producers Council and the American Farm Bureau Federation. The law's effective date has been delayed until July for some parties, including retailers and restaurants, according to an order issued in January by California State Judge. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Biden proposes $2.6 billion increase for USDA. President Joe Biden's fiscal 23 budget includes a $2.6 billion or 9% increase for USDA, many of the same themes of the first budget he proposed a year ago. The FY23 proposal puts a priority on research, climate adaptation, rural broadband expansion, and addressing issues of equity. Those priorities also include conservation technical assistance, 
The president requested a billion dollars in funding for technical assistance to go with the 1.7 billion in funding that is available for CTA through the various Farm Bill conservation programs. NRCS is proposing to increase its total workforce by more or rather two more than 11,700. That's a 2,000 employee increase over what the agency had in FY21. The budget proposal is a statement of intent that underscores President Biden's commitment to the success of rural Americans and their communities, said Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. Keep in mind, the budget is notable for what's not in it. Biden, for the second year in a row, has steered clear of proposing cuts in commodity programs or crop insurance aimed at wealthy farmers, proposals that had been a staple of previous administrations. Taxpayers for Common Sense noted that a package of cuts in then-President Donald Trump's FY21 budget for USDA would have saved $18 billion. Biden broke with bipartisan tradition, finding exactly $0 in the FY23 budget request for farm subsidy reforms, the group says. The GOP take will, as expected, congressional Republicans panned Biden's proposals, saying they could worsen inflation, a key GOP theme for midterm elections. You can read our full report at Acropulse.com. ITC schedules final ruling on UAN fertilizer imports. The U.S. International Trade Commission has scheduled its final ruling for anti-dumping and countervailing duties on imports of urea ammonium nitrate solutions, or UAN, from Russia, Trinidad, and Tobago. The hearing is set for June 16th, but UAN shipments have already stopped after preliminary decisions that found uh, exports of the foreign fertilizer were being subsidized and then sold at below market prices in the U.S. Furthermore, Russia recently banned all fertilizer exports. We are deeply disappointed by this development, National Corn Growers Association President Chris Edgington told AgriPulse after a February 1 preliminary decision that UAN was being dumped onto the U.S. market. Corn growers are already feeling the financial pressure from the high cost of nitrogen fertilizers, which will only increase once these tariffs are put in place. The expected price hikes and fertilizer shortages that the tariffs will create may cause farmers to change their planting rotations just before planting season. Higher prices don't mean better times for farmers, Robbo Report says. Echoing a recent analysis from the American Farm Bureau Federation, a new Robbo Research report says higher commodity prices spurred by the war in Ukraine will not translate into more cash in farmers' pockets. Higher prices, quote, do not spell bigger profits, the firm said in a news release announcing this new report. The grain drain after Ukraine. Costs for farm inputs such as seed, fertilizer, and land will likely also rise, squeezing farmers' margins over the next decade. Grain companies will have to navigate great volatility in their trading activities, and livestock producers will likely face higher feed prices. For the 22-23 crop marketing year, Robo Research estimates the average on-farm price at 5.77 a bushel for corn and 10.50 a bushel for wheat when their export sales increase by 200 million bushels. The report takes into account local basis. 
The report also incorporates the expected growth of U.S. soybean crush capacity into its 10-year acre and price estimates. Fueled by the growing demand for soybean oil as an ingredient for renewable diesel, the crush capacity expansion is an important transformation driving long-term commodity prices to higher marks, according to Robble Research. Confusion reigns when it comes to organic foods, a new survey finds. A lack of clarity about organic foods is making it more difficult for consumers to trust the industry. A new survey from the Edelman Public Relations Firm has found there is widespread confusion about what it means to be organic, the survey said. Adding trust in organic food is being held back by a lack of familiarity. Producers of raw materials are more trusted than manufacturers. Only one in three people surveyed know USDA is responsible for enforcing organic standards. Edelman found that after conducting interviews with 7,500 consumers in September and October. The survey commissioned by the Organic Trade Association and released publicly today spans six markets, the U.S., U.K., Germany, France, Japan, and the United Arab Emirates. So-called food forwards in the U.S. defined as customers who take action regarding news about the food and beverage industry and agree with certain statements relating to their habits and beliefs were among more familiar and trusting of organics than the general population. 62% of food forwards were familiar with organics compared to 31% of the general population. 79% trust organic products compared to 55% of the overall population. Here's today's He Said It. We need to talk about what happened to all the water that was lost. That Assembly member Adam Gray of Merced in an op-ed for Cal Matters calling for the state auditor to investigate the Department of Water Resources over releasing too much water to the ocean last year. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, March 29th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.